Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Outlook at XM.com. I'm Maria Pachardis and joining me is Senior Investment Analyst Rafi Boyajian. We'll be reviewing the week ahead. So Rafi, let's begin over in the U.S. with the upcoming FOMC meeting on Wednesday. In recent remarks, Fed Chair Jerome Powell said that the rise in yields was notable, but not so disorderly as to warrant Fed intervention at this point. What are we likely to hear at next week's meeting, and what data is coming out before the meeting that might be of interest to investors? Well, Maria, it's definitely going to be uh, quite an important meeting uh, for, the, for the March meeting because, of course, uh, we've had a lot of volatility in bond markets. Um, so we haven't really, uh, as you said, uh, although in, the, in his very last remark, Powell was a little, paying a little bit more attention than he had previously. Uh, he's, so he did show some concern, but overall, Fed officials have been pretty relaxed about where Treasury yields are headed. Uh, so it's going to be important to see now uh, what was discussed at the meeting. Are we going to see any changes uh, in their statement? Are they going to refer to you know, what's happening in the bond markets? Uh, and if so, are they going to signal any action? In particular, uh, will Powell signal anything in his press conference? Uh, and just how concerned is he really about this surge in Treasury yields, which do lead to tight financial conditions, so it's not good uh, for uh, the markets. Uh, and of course, we're going to get that updated dot plot chart. Uh, and again, there's going to be quite a bit of focus on that, because if we do see some FOMC members uh, bringing forward their expected uh, timeline of when interest rates will begin to rise, uh, that could uh, upset markets and even if Powell does to try to calm markets as far as yields are concerned, any changes in the rate predictions uh, could undo all of that. Uh, so we should expect uh, quite a bit of uh, volatility both uh, in the US dollar uh, and in treasury yields. So that all, all of that means that we're not likely to uh, see much of a response to the data coming up, although retail sales numbers on Tuesday will be uh, quite important because it will show us where consumption uh, is headed, especially uh, now that we've got, we had that stimulus from December and then we've got more stimulus coming up. On the whole, though, much of the uh, focus will be on the Fed and on Jerome Powell. Okay, if the Fed signals that it won't allow financial conditions to tighten much further, what reaction are we likely to see in commodity-linked currencies such as the Aussie, Kiwi, and Looney? So, uh, so yeah, a lot, a lot of what happens to will what will happen to those currencies will depend on what the Fed uh, will signal. Uh, so, uh, if the Fed uh, says enough to calm bond markets and see treasury yields falling back, that would definitely give a big boost to the Aussie, Kiwi, Looney, uh, and also other countries such as the Euro uh, as well, um, because uh, we did see a big drop in those currencies uh, in March. They had a very strong bullish run uh, for almost a year now, uh, but then this surge in US yields did uh, produce quite a significant uh, correction in those currencies. Uh, and so a lot is depending on what the Fed is going to signal. Uh, we will have some data coming out of those countries. Uh, for example, Australian job figures on Thursday will be quite important. We've got uh, GDP numbers coming out of New Zealand as well. So they could obviously produce some knee-jerk reaction, but on the whole, uh, what those currencies, uh, how they, how the 
week will turn out for those currencies will, will very much depend on uh, what's going to happen, uh, what the Fed will do to the dollar uh, and to Treasury yields. Moving over to the UK now, the Bank of England will meet on Thursday. So far, the bank has followed an approach that is similar to the Fed's in terms of its reaction to the jump in yields. Do you think that will keep the same approach going forward? And what would that mean for sterling? So we're not expecting any significant changes from the Bank of England. Uh, like the Fed, as you said, the Bank of England has been uh, fairly relaxed about what's happening in, in bond markets because they do see it as a natural reaction uh, to the improving economic outlook. Uh, so we're not, and and also worth mentioning that uh, the this uh, the the March meeting we don't we don't have any new uh, updated economic forecast. There's no press conference. Uh, so those meetings you tend to uh, not produce uh, any significant deviation uh, in the policy statement. But nevertheless. Uh, if we do see any tweaks in the language uh, as regards to uh, perhaps the Bank of England wanting to stress its forward guidance to make it more clear that uh, its existing guidance of uh, when it expects to begin tightening stands as is, they're not planning on uh, at all on uh, beginning to tighten earlier than anticipated. Um, so those kind of tweaks to the language will be watched and of course they would have quite a bit of an impact in uh, in, in the pound and in uh, in guild markets uh, as well. Overall though, uh, we're not expecting anything dramatic from the Bank of England just yet. Uh, so it's probably the next meeting in May that's going to be more significant. And finally, the Bank of Japan will meet on Friday. And although no change in policy is expected, we'll get a review of the bank's monetary policy strategy. What are we likely to hear from Governor Kuroda and what reaction should we expect in the yen? So there's been a lot of rumors about the Bank of Japan's policy review. Uh, so the aim of the review is to make uh, their QE program and yield curve control program more sustainable, given that it's uh, taking much longer than expected to lift inflation to targets. So uh, this program has uh, ended up running for far longer than anyone expected. So they want to make it more sustainable. Uh, so uh, there's uh, several things that they we're likely to see. So, for example, they could uh, reduce the, the, the uh, they could reduce the uh, what portion of the reserves uh, will be charging negative rates. They've already done that once in the past. Uh, before they could do that uh, again uh, to make it even more sustainable. Uh, but uh, the main thing that's uh, under focus, under the spotlight, uh, is the uh, whether or not the, the Bank of Japan will change the the, the band within which 10-year uh, yield, yield is allowed to, to fluctuate. At the moment, 10-year uh, Japanese government bond yields can fluctuate uh, plus or minus 20 points uh, around zero. Uh, now, we've already heard from the governor, uh, Hariko Kuroda, that there's no plans on widening uh, this band. Uh, and so that really is all that uh, markets wants to hear because uh, that pretty much means that the yen, uh, the, the Japanese yields will be capped around zero. So th that will that will continue to depress the Japanese yen. So if you get confirmation of that, and that's definitely going to be negative for the yen, it will pretty much underscore uh, the, the yen's uh, bearish uh, outlook. Uh, so uh, that's really what uh, all uh, what everyone is um, really looking out for. Uh, the other risk, of course, they might possibly make some changes to their ETF uh, program, uh, and that could have an impact on Japanese stocks. 
but other than that, uh, the other changes won't really be quite as significant as to the expected announcement on the yield band. Rafi, thanks so much. And thanks for joining us at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.